When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast here on a Friday brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook. Like, subscribe, leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcast. I'm Johnny Venerable. I'm a diehard. Bo Brock, are you a diehard? Absolutely. I'm a diehard. And like uh, one of my favorite TGIF shows, we're filmed in front of a live <laughs> studio audience today, right? We're like Family Matters and... And Full House. Full House, and it's a full house with my man, number 81, Frank Sanders, here on PHNX Cardinals. And Frank, Mexico City come Monday night. How you feeling? I'm feeling great about it, man. I think this is one. Of, this is this is a game where I think the intangibles, you can almost throw a lot of the schedule and the conversation of who's playing what, who's done what, out the window. Yeah. Right now, you got the Cardinals coming off a big win versus the Rams. You got the 49ers doing the same thing versus the Chargers. But guess what? It's division, baby. That's all that matters. It's division. Teams you know, guys you know, and a neutral site supposedly. But at not, the end of the day, not. somebody's going to come out with a win. I think it's a great, great opportunity for the Arizona Cardinals to shock the world. Blake, my man in the chat, what's up, my guy? The Arizona Cardinals, if you didn't know, swept the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> Last year they have won four or five, but Bo Brock, uh, that would be concerning if they didn't have their franchise quarterback. That'd be Kyler Murray. You told us before the show this was the best he's looked all week. Yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray, as we were walking out to the practice field today, was on the side field, and it looked like he was truly testing out that hamstring. He was running at a faster pace than we've seen him run all week. Usually he's been at like a 50% jog. He was out there running, and then he practiced. So it wasn't like, hey, you ran it, and then he shut it down, and then he walked. No, he didn't walk inside or anything. He stretched. And then we'll see, you know, what the the injury report is. It hasn't been released yet, you know, in what capacity he practiced. But he's been out there, you know, all week, uh, along with Colt McCoy, along with Hollywood Brown. This team is banged up, but it's definitely not out, Frank. Question is, did he practice with the starters? Did he practice as the one or does he practice as the two? Great question. That's the one thing that we don't have access to. We get to see him stretch. We get to see the guys kind of throw the football around a little bit. But after 20 minutes, they... They shuttle us media types inside. We don't get to see what you see on the Hard Knocks cameras where it's the ones uh, really getting after it, installing that game plan, getting ready for that game. So we don't know what the split was as far as Kyler and, and Colt McCoy. But, you know, Cliff Kingsbury talked about the status of Kyler Murray today. He felt like his QB1 was was improving. You know, the extra day that they're going to get is going to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But he told us earlier in the week, he thinks he's going to at least have one of these guys, Colt McCoy, who we saw have a knee injury in the win against the Rams, and then Kyler, of course, dealing with the hamstring. I, I would say it's probably a coin flip for Kyler. But, I mean, how do we feel? I, I think you got to feel confident with either one of those guys uh, in the shotgun playing cute for the Cardinals this yeah, week. I, I'm concerned if it's Colt McCoy only because we also heard that DJ Humphreys is out. And yeah. I like Josh Jones more than most, but Josh Jones against Nick Bosa. I mean, DJ Humphreys is making 20-plus million dollars a year for matchups like this to go up against the Nick Bosa's of the world. And Josh Jones off the street, off the bench, I should say, coming in, I, I, that 
That is more concerning with Colt because of his immobility. I want to get to some of these comments here. Yeah. Blake says, I want Kyler to exhibit that Buda Baker energy play at all costs. <laughs> we need Kyler and Hollywood back ASAP. Blake, I, I think you're speaking to 90% of the fans. You're, you're on the exact same page. I think you're on the same page with the three gentlemen sitting up here today on a Friday. Kyler Murray, where is that sense of urgency? With the season, I guess we can say not statistically, but figuratively on the line. Mm -hmm. We saw Josh Allen play without practicing last week with a banged up elbow. Correct. We've seen Phillip Rivers once upon a time play on a torn ACL. And I know, Bo, that his game, it's kind of predicated on running. But should it be for $45 million? You should have different layers to your game where, okay, your lower body may be less than 100%. Yeah. It's it's November. Who's who's 100% right now? But you still got the arm strength. You got the accuracy. You've got the know with all with the offense four years running. I will be very disappointed in K1 if he doesn't go Monday night. And I agree with you, but at the same time, and we've seen this now play out in back-to-back -back seasons where uh, he's been close. They've been telling us he's been close. It's going to be a game time. We, he could play, he could not. Yeah. And you would like them to kind of remove that doubt. You'd like to see if there's a chance he's going to Josh Allen it and just get out there any way he can. Yeah. You know, he's dealing with the UCL, UCL injury that Kyler is, is going to do the same thing. But, you know, here, here's the misconception with, with it completely. And I disagree to an extent as far as, you know, Kyler gives you the best chance and you don't like their chances as much with Colt McCoy uh, because you look at Kyler and like, okay, He's more fleet of foot. He's more athletic. Yeah. He's got the ability to evade, you know, a pass rush that's going to be on and, and it's gonna he's gonna have heavy pressure in his face to where we saw last week Colt McCoy get the ball, rid of the ball in two seconds. Yeah. Less than two seconds in some instances. Made a guy like Cito uh Cito Smith, uh Lucidia Smith look good in a starting at a right guard position. Beecham looked good at right tackle. Yeah. That entire patchwork offensive line looked good because Colt McCoy was getting rid of the football at such a quick rate that it, you know, the pass rush is neutralized for the most but part. But Frank, is there a concern to you? <laughs> I'm concerned going to the well too many times with Colt McCoy. I wasn't last week. One off Colt McCoy, hell yeah, he can kick ass. Remember last year? Remember this, last year, The yes. second game he played, yeah, that, that Cardinals noodle. got lit the fuck up by Carolina at home. <laughs> what, which, what happened to all him? All right, first of all, <laughs> what, what happened to him? A, he got lit the fuck up against, against Hassan Reddick in Carolina. It was not a good game. If you guys were at State Farm Stadium today. I was there, and it was horrible. I, would, I agree with him. Yes, and so it's like San Francisco is the number one defense in the NFL. Yeah. This is why you pay yeah. Kyler Murray big money. It is, man. I, look. Both quarterbacks should dress without a without a doubt. I agree and with you. You have to have both as an option just in case. I think uh, uh, eighty percent ability to run Kyler is definitely still faster than a Colt McCoy uh, on any day. So I think we still we still can win with that. Great question to ponder. Why you know if, if a quarterback can go, there should be layers to the volume of what he's able to do despite being at his, being a hundred percent. I'm agree with you guys in the chat. Look, if you can go, you should be able to go. I would like to see that Buddha Baker, you know, display of, but he's not. He, again, he's not Buddha. Buddha's a, he's a different kind of beast, mm -hmm. different kind of mentality. And I, I mean, I, again, I just that he is something that you want on your team. But when mm -hmm. it comes to Kyler, he should be he should have the ability to do that. Look, last week what our offensive line did was absolutely fabulous. Those guys came hungry, they came ready to play. Yeah, uh, watching the hard knocks and watching these guys talk trash, teach them to really get that flow, and these guys really. Him and Lasidius really just kind of put together and gel together was absolutely great to see. This is another test. I think that if we can if we can move the pocket a little bit more, 
move these guys out, kind of mm-hmm. kind of offset them a little bit, directionally challenge them a little bit more and 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 offset their lines that they want to take, then it might it, it might give us a little bit more passes on the outside. That's considering boots yeah. and a little bit, you know, a little bit of RPO situations that you can kind of numb just straight line and pass rushes. Make these guys kind of feel like you're going to move the pocket left and right, whether that be Colt or Kyler, it gives us it gives us an advantage versus a team that think we're just going to sit in the pocket and throw the ball. I want to see Kyler Murray, but I also want to see Hollywood Brown, Bo Brock. Ah. And, I mean, goodness, you watch any practice clips from my guy here. Hollywood Brown looks fresh. He looks ready to go. They haven't come out and said he's playing. I would be surprised if he at least wasn't active. And maybe you have a 50% snap count. You ease him in, certainly with the way Hopkins and Rondell Moore are playing. A.J. Green back from the dead last yeah. week. Like, you've got options. Yeah. And you can you can allow Hollywood to be active have a select amount of plays, whether it be from Cold or Kyler Murray. But would you be surprised if Hollywood didn't play? I would be shocked. Okay. I would. Uh, watching him three days in a row out there on the practice field, he did. He looked yeah, quick. You can look at it yourself. PHNX underscore Cardinals on Twitter. We got all the videos up there. Uh, we we were likely in our first glimpse of Hollywood, DeAndre Hopkins in the same wide receiver room on the field, running routes at the same time. You've got Rondale Moore, you know, arguably playing his best football of his young career, mm-hmm. and that's that's that's, it, that's tough for. I don't care how well you're playing defensively, you have to account for all three of those wide receivers at the same time. Frank, e- even with Hollywood Brown potentially on a, on a snap count, mm-hmm. if he's playing fifty percent of the snaps. I'm already hitting that upgrade button as far as this offense goes because, oh, you know, I, I like seeing A.J. Green make some plays last mm-hmm. week. You know, we wanted more from Robbie Anderson, but you know what you're getting from Hollywood, even absolutely. at not full strength. Look, what he what Hollywood was able to do the first couple of weeks was just absolutely fabulous. He took the mantle as our number one, one mm-hmm. A is not there. I'm yep. going to be the one A, a squared because yes. I know what I bring to the table. They brought me here for that reason. It was absolutely fabulous to see. I think that we're seeing a, a definitely a, a resurgent and watching and watching Rondell Moore kind of take the mantle of look. I'm now in the league. This is my mm. third year. I really got to get going. I got to figure this thing out. I think he's there. Maybe he's 100% healthy. AJ Green definitely, man. I would like to see him get a little bit more uh, a bigger role. But where where we at right now with this offense and and it's and it struggled to to get going for such a long period of time. Mm-hmm. That's kind of been a hit or miss with our offense right now. So I think that's the deal. We got to also remember that this is what these guys got to remember. Without a doubt, man, if the ball's not coming to you, run your route. Mm-hmm. Run it hard. Do your job. Open it up for the next guy because you you creating space gives windows for the quarterback to see. If you're just half-assing because you know you're not getting the ball, if you're Robbie Anderson and you know you're not getting the ball and you're supposed to run a clear out or a corner route and you got A.J. or D-Hops coming underneath, then yeah. – do your job, and I think that's what it was. That, that was the stressing point last week. Get to your spots, do your job, and then let me do mine. And I'll find you in those windows. Let me ask you this: We hear all this, especially we heard it against the Seahawks and the loss, and, and DeAndre Hopkins was kind of a lost man in the second half. Yeah, that too high look. Mm-hmm. When you have players on the field opposite DeAndre Hopkins, can you run that too high still? I mean, to account no, you for can't. you, you can. Well, it's, it's, it's a, they will call it like a cloud. Yeah. And so in a cloud cloud position, you so you'll have a too high on this side, which is corner low, and then you have a, a safety that's sitting above him on the back side. These guys will play like a like a like they'll play off, but they'll play like a they'll play back off about eight to ten yards, which yeah. is like a cover four, which you'd almost see, but it's not. So we call it a cloud coverage where you can run too high on one side, and then man to man or backside, you can you can play like a four. And so that it is it is there and the possibility is there. Um, but that's just a pre-snap read from a quarterback coming mm-hmm. to the line of scrimmage 
and seeing where, you know, where my options are. Am I one here? Or am I two here? Or is it my swing guy? And I think that's just, that's what made Colton yeah. look very great last week because effectively he just went to the line of scrimmage, pre-snap read, cornerbacks is off, got the ball out of his hand, didn't even try to, didn't try to do much. Just yeah. get, let, let me get the ball to you yeah. so you can make a play. And, and that was basically it. And that's what Colt does really well. And I think the complement of receivers that he would have at his disposal, I think play to that better than any combination the Cardinals have had. Hollywood Brown led the team in yak before he went down. We know mm. what Hopkins can do after the catch. Rondell Moore, as you mentioned, playing the best football of his career, third and 17 last week, converting that first down. Mm -hmm. Then you mix somebody like, dare I say, Trey McBride, who's got all the athleticism in the world. We expect James Conner mm -hmm. out of the backfield. It does set up for somebody like Colt McCoy to play distributor. But all I'm saying is, and you had a chance to talk with Cleansbury today, it's mm -hmm. like, what are the optics for Kyler Murray if he doesn't play, knowing full well that, like, this is an injury problem every single year now. We're getting late into the year, and he gets beat up. Yeah, I, I don't think the teams concern themselves with that with those optics, obviously. They've, they've got a task at hand, and they're four and six. They dug themselves in a hole here. They don't have the luxury of, of being uh, over 500 or being anything that anybody anticipated them being this season. They've underachieved, yeah. so it's, yeah. it's tough. You just have to put yourself in a position to win games. I, I don't think that they're worrying about as far as what the optics are. Right. Um, you know, the, the thing that's puzzling to me is, is if he's not at full strength, you know, like what we've said earlier this week, Johnny, uh, is, you know, shouldn't a Kyler Murray at 70%, 80% be the better option? And I don't, it doesn't seem like they view it that way. But well, isn't Colt McCoy limited as well? Like, how does yeah, he look with yeah, that he's knee? Dealing, in practice? He's dealing with a knee. I mean, he's he looks like he's he's fine. He just looks like. You know, he's I don't see him as hobbled or anything like that. I'm sure he's sore, but uh, he's been out there and, and, and seems ready to go. I mean, Cliff said confidently this week he's going to have one or the other, you know. So uh, if it can be Kyler, that'd be great for this Arizona Cardinals team to go out there, Frank, and mm -hmm. adopt some of the, the good habits that Colt McCoy showed against the Rams and then also mix it with his incredible playmaking ability yeah. for the first time all season long. What was beautiful, and I think that, you know, we're talking about, I, I, I just I want to see both quarterbacks stress. Whoever, this, whoever they decide to play, I think that is the part where you're just trying to make sure that your opponent doesn't have a leg up because when, you, when, you, when you're preparing for Colt McCoy, that's totally different than when you're preparing, when you're preparing for Kyler Murray. I think that's, that's there's no understatement, understatement of that, in that conversation. But I think what we want to see is you want to have the ability to – to bring trust. And I think that was the conversation, what happened, what we was able to see with the offensive line, mm -hmm. the running backs and the receivers last week with Colt McCoy. And his play was, he said, get to your spot, I'll find you, I'll get the ball out of my hand. And that's what he did. The offensive linemen did their job. They didn't, I, we talked about it, man. When Colt's in there, we talk about getting the ball out in 2.7 seconds. Well, when Kyler's in there, you know, he he has the option to run, so it might it might turn the two point something seconds into three point seconds or four Just seconds. Just about, yeah. And it's harder to deal with when you got to deal with Bosa Bosa's giving you two to three, one point seven to two point five to get that ball out of your hand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's how much pressure he's putting on the, the tackles in, in regards to the quarterback. So and that's no different than JJ Watt and what he's able to do when he's putting pressure on the quarterback. So I think watching this game right now, the intangibles in the locker room, guys, just in the locker room as a player, as a receiver. I'm thinking this, Johnny. I know I trust Colt because I know he's gonna get the ball out of his hand because I know he can't run. There's no question that he's going to run. He's going to anticipate one, two, three, and throw it. Yeah. I got to go make a play. 
That's what I got to do. That's yeah. my job now. Well, and the, and, and the play doesn't get kept alive. It's either he hits his read right. or the play is dead. And I also think, Bo, they're not as susceptible to bail in the run game with Colt McCoy. Like we have seen too often from not with Cliff Kingsbury, and you can run on the San Francisco 49ers. Their defensive tackles, Javon Kinlaw and Arik Armstead, are not going to play in this game. So, yeah, they've got supremely gifted edge rushers. They've mm-hmm. got an all-pro in Nick mm-hmm. Bosa. But you can run up the middle on this team. And I just think too often than not, not to, to knock on Cliff here, but he is so tempted with Kyler and his athleticism to sit back in the shotgun and to run screens and bubble plays. And it's like we saw what worked last week. That's why we praised them all week. They did not look soft against that Rams front. They got physical again, and I, that has to be the key on Monday night. Yeah, yes. I mean, 11 straight passes at the start of the game. Wasn't that the case with Colt mm-hmm. McCoy? But, let's, but let's, zero first, let's, zero touchdowns. Yeah, but let's be honest. I mean, as far as those 11 passes, he had like 55 yards, yeah. right? And so it's, it's basically a run. I mean, as quick as he's getting rid of the yeah. football and where the guys are catching the football, it's it's kind of a, it's it's it is a pass in the in the box score, but it's it's a run. But the, the beauty part. of that is that so watch this here. I get the ball out to my guy. The defensive lineman has to turn and run. Yeah. Every time I do that, he has to turn and run. He has to turn and run. Well, that's so, what Cliff thinks when he's drawing up those wide receiver screens I mean, but, too. But, but it's, and it's beautiful. But yeah. that you're tiring your D line out too as well. So when you get into the red zone or those short yardage, you can start you can start pounding with Connor. You can start doing certain things, and I think that's a. It's it's a it's a it's a double edged sword, and I think yeah. we we actually won that battle because we were completing the passes and keeping the drive going. Arizona Animal is it Cliff, Johnny, or Kyler that wants that? It's Cliff Kingsbury. It's Cliff Kingsbury's offense. Kyler Murray ran the ball a lot. The Oklahoma Sooners and Lincoln Riley were, I think, top ten in rushing when Kyler Murray was at Oklahoma. That's correct. Kyler Murray wants to win games. Now he wants to be the quarterback that does it, but I. This is Cliff Kingsbury offense until it isn't, whether they, you know, let him go at the end of the year, whether he's 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 captain, they make tweaks to it. But I this is not Kyler's checking out of the run because he wants to throw 60 times a game. Kyler, Kyler number one, doesn't want to get hit. He wants to win games. <laughs> and Cliff Kingsbury today spoke about Kyler's potential availability and how he's progressing in practice all week. Yeah, he's progressing. Um, come a long way. So we'll see. You got a few more days. I think playing on Monday night will help the extra day uh so we'll see how it feels the next couple days so we're hopeful with k1 bow but no dj humphreys which is unfortunate yeah dj humphreys is out we'll see what the status of byron murphy who wasn't out there uh again today you know both of them dealing with a back and and the back is one of the biggest wild cards as far as you know your health it can be good one day and then stiffen up the next when you wake up slept on it wrong sneezed i don't know something stupid that's gonna put you in a tough position and in a tackle spot. Josh Jones has been solid. I mean, he was solid last week, but like my, my same point about the rookie Smith and Beecham and this patchwork offensive line is when the ball comes out quick, you know, an offensive line can become, uh, can look really, really good. Uh, it helps that the interior uh, guys, as far as the teeth of that Niners defense are out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, you always would want DJ in there in, instead and then have Josh Jones as a, a backup, but that's where the Arizona Cardinals are, and then everybody else is, is pretty much questionable, it looks like. We don't have an official injury report just yet, but that's what we saw with our own eyes today. And then, you know, real quick, I mean, we talk about we're, we're assuming that DeAndre Hopkins, is he revert back to A.J. Green's comment from last year? DeAndre Hop, D-Hop doesn't miss games? He's not missing this game. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. I don't get that sense either. Especially, you know, they've seen what this offense looks like without him. And he's got a $30 million price tag next year. He doesn't want to give this team any reason to think he's not worth that. We think he's worth it. But, you know, missing games right after a suspension, probably not the one, the vibe he wants. Plus, last year against the Rams, Monday Night Football, 
Uh, everybody thought he was going to be out. He played. Now he re-injured himself. But the, I don't even think this injury even slightly compares to that. But right now, Arizona Cardinals, eight-point underdog on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, whether or not you believe they're tipping their hand as it relates to Colt McCoy potentially being the starting quarterback or not. It's a robust line. I don't want any part of it, but you can bet on the NBA tonight. Uh, new customers can make any $5 NBA money line bet. Get $200 back if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details in every single day. You can catch us on PHNX Bets Daily. Myself, Shane Diefenbach, and gentlemen, I got pushback. I said my DraftKings pick of the week this week. I'm going to take the Broncos and the Raiders over at 40 points, and I got laughed off the show wow. for Mr. Diefenbach, but I do think the Broncos can't score 18 points. I think they're going to score three touchdowns this week because the Raiders are that bad. Raiders just lost to, lost to Jeff Saturday. So give me the over 40 points in the Broncos-Raider game that I'm sure very few will be watching. Remember we were talking at the beginning of the season or before the season about how the almighty AFC West. It was a and, historic division. Yeah, and then that's uh, that crap box division. We've right. got this game on like tap this like, weekend. Yeah, yeah that's they can barely. Like, the you heck? think they can barely scrounge together forty yeah. points between the two of them? Uh, we're we're enjoying on a football Friday some four peaks, right? Football Friday four peaks. I love the alliteration. I love the beer. I love the food. I love so blessed. That this is the last weekday that we're not going to have World Cup soccer on. That's going down on Monday, and we're going to have a watch party over at Four Peaks. U.S. men's team takes on. Wales, and then the next day you've got Mexico with a big match on Tuesday. We've got big games, and they're all going to be watched at Four Peaks between the PHNX crew and hopefully yourselves out there. Enjoy beer specials, giveaways, guest appearances. Like we got Rising's head coach out there. Ooh. He's going to be joining us for the Mexico match. He three dollar kit lifters, three dollar wow wheat pints. U.S. Mexico rosters, they're out there. Check them out. Gets you even more excited for this. You got less than just what two days away, almost two days, right? Friday's a, pretty much in the bag. You got Saturday, Sunday, football Sunday, and then you got uh, you're watching the World Cup on Monday, and then you're watching an Arizona Cardinals Monday Night Football game. Dude at Four Peaks hosting every U.S. Mexico World Cup match. Also on that Tuesday, we're gonna have a breakfast buffet, drink specials, and appearances from the rising head coach Juan Gira. Buy your tickets in the description right now. Get your get your spot reserved right now. You're not gonna want to miss it over at Four Peaks. What's up, Frank? Hey, just. In the chat, there you know, there's a couple guys chatting about you know our O line and you know where they are, and and I think that like we, we t we're just we're just having this conversation, and there's a lot there's a couple guys that's banged up, but uh, what what Mr. Smith, Mr. Beecham, and other guys did last week versus versus the Rams are absolutely fabulous, and I and I you just you, you don't take anything away from what our offensive line did because without those guys, look, Colt McCoy would have been on his back, would have looked really ugly, it'd have been nasty. At this stage of the game where we are and what we're hoping these guys become and in the locker room, there is no doubt that these guys are trying to rally around the young guys and get these guys to up to speed. We brought in some new guys in, some big body guys that, yeah. they, that they don't have really, they don't really have a bunch of game reps with this offense. So you got to give them a day, a, a, a game or two to kind of find out what they're doing. And the biggest thing about an O-line or a D-line is, especially offense line, I got to trust the guy next to me. I have to trust that guy as well. So, and, and I think we saw last week that this team be at its most optimum level offensive and from an offensive line standpoint mm -hmm. with the young guys and the mismatch that we had. So in those trenches, the war was won. That's what gave us that victory. Yeah. The war was won in the trenches. Like, there's no taking away from these guys. This week right here will be another challenge. I will challenge – I'm saying this respectfully because it's a bigger challenge. Not just the stage. It's the players. It's the name of the Bosa. 
It's to warn it. It's these guys that you know, and it's San Fran. And you know what they do offensively. They want to run the ball down your throat defensively. And on the offensive side, they want to get after your quarterback. And I think what we're going to see, despite the altitude and the changes and mm-hmm. the, being in a, in a new climate, uh, not having just your home your home fans and being in another stadium, another stadium that's that's totally different than what yours look like, the intangible will be the mentality of wanting to win this game and not you know and have a dominating performance. Four quarters of football is going to be different playing in Mexico than it is playing at home yeah. and playing in San Fran. So we'll watch what your offensive line do, your defensive line do, because those are going to be the conference. Those are going to be the checking points for what what this team do and how we come out with a victory or not. I like what Mike says earlier in the chat saying, I think Kyler plays. You've got Hopkins, Hollywood for the first time this year, primetime game he's playing. Mike, I want to believe, I want to believe that that will be an extra motivating factor that he wants to that take the reins, put the Superman cape on and, and yes. win this game for the state of Arizona. There is not a team I hate more in the NFL than the San Francisco 49ers. I hate their fans. They're my least favorite fans in the NFL. Every time I go to State Farm Stadium, they're a pain in my ass. And you wouldn't think, like the Cardinals have owned this rivalry as of late, but they're a national darling. They're a Vegas darling. They're overrated. And I I do think, yeah, they have have a good roster this year. But I think their window is going to slam shut because they sold their soul for a quarterback, in my opinion, who's a (laughs) mega bust. Right, who can't play in, in uh, what's his name, Trey Lance, okay. and they've got a quarterback issue with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, who's limited. Mm-hmm. But as far as this week, this week goes on Monday Night Football, like their roster is loaded. I mean, they they got maybe issues at cornerback and quarterback, but outside of that, Bo, like their defense is top three to five in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They've seamlessly integrated Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. Brandon Ayuk former Arizona Sun Devil, along with Demo Samuel and George Kittle, yeah. that's about as good as it gets. So Cardinals are going to have their 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 work cut out for them. I do think the Cardinals are set up for success more so offensively. I'm worried about this defense being able to contain all those weapons for San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, you you hope that the quarterback issue, which is, is going to be the biggest problem, especially when you need to win potentially four games in a row in January and February, it, it, it's kind of exposed – on primetime Monday night. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G has never gone three games in his career without throwing committing a turnover. He's at two going into this game. So hopefully the Arizona oh, Cardinals definitely. were due, right? Yeah. yeah, guys like Isaiah Simmons yeah. out there on the field, guy Buda Baker, who who Vance Joseph said the biggest difference in his game, the biggest jump is, you know, he was a pro bowler but when he got here, but he wasn't committing term- turnovers. And now he is. He's getting the ball, right? And the Arizona Cardinals are, are getting the ball. And if you can kind of you know, make this this offense that yeah, it's littered with playmakers, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's got pretty solid protection. You know, even what people are saying about Trent Williams, and then he's got some tells out there um, that they're they're good as far as protecting their quarterback. The quarterback's the issue. If you expose that issue, you're going to put yourself, you know, in in the takeaway. If you're plus in the takeaways, you're in a good spot. I know our guy Howard Balzer put together some three key numbers going into this yep. game as far as that that takeaway. Uh, stat. It, it's a big one. Here they are from our guy Howard Balzer. I highly uh, recommend you check out his great work that's mostly unlocked Free. now on the brand yeah. new uh, look at GoPHNX. Of course, you want to become a diehard for more and more opportunities. But the Cardinals are 3-2 and two in plus turnover games. 1-1 one one when they're 0-3 oh, oh in the minus. Uh, they're 0-3 oh in the minus. They're 1-1 one one when they're even. Cardinals offense, 34 or 34.8 ranked 29th. This is their actual, uh, I believe, on third down. Mm. They're 34%, almost 35% as far as uh, converting on third downs. That's 29th in the league, while the 49ers, they're fifth. 
the mm. top five team on third down. Mm. So it's going to be important for uh, Vance Joseph's defense to get off the field. And then the Cardinals defense at 5.5 yards uh, per carry is ranked 17th, while the Niners are just under four. That's tops in the NFL. I love that analytic breakdown. I also like this breakdown for Mike A. I don't think I've ever met a 49er fan that wasn't a scumbag. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah. They all suck. Uh, and we want to just ram it down their throat on Monday yeah. Night Football. It's the most, it feels like, Frank, the most entitled fan base, certainly in this conference, in this division, where they haven't won anything since the, you know, the heyday of Steve Young and company. But here they are every year. They're picked to win the Super Bowl. They're picked to win the NFC. And, like, I do think Kyle Shanahan's a good coach. Mm -hmm. But the way he's made out to be in comparison to somebody like Cliff Kingsbury, check out their winning percentage, both Cliff and Kyle in the regular season. They're almost identical. But you would never know that. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't know it, Matt. I think the part is that, again, the 49ers have in the past, just through, just has been that. They've been that darling. And they got historic. They got history. They got HOFs as Hall of Famers, and, yep. and they continually put themselves in a position where, from a fan base standpoint, they get themselves a chance. Like you just can't you can't deny that that they've mm. always tried to get themselves a chance since then. Uh, beautiful thing about that is that the Cardinals have done the exact same thing and have, and have owned those suckers. So at the end of the day, you know the Cardinals have done their part and and they've given themselves a chance just as well. This game is always going to be about you know what it's always about. It's got to be physical. It's got to be a little grimy. And I think Vance Joseph putting some putting up some pretty good putting up some pretty good defensive calls, man, to put guys in place that can big put game, pressure big on, game for Vance. On, on, on Jimmy G that can kind of isolate him and make him throw picks like you normally do. Move mm -hmm. guys around, kind of bring Isaiah from from left to right. You know, just don't let don't let these guys become sitting ducks from that standpoint. Um, I would like to see this here though, out of uh out of our out of our receiving corner. I just gotta go back to those guys. I need those guys to step up, man, and make plays. I know D Hop's gonna do his thing. But I do too. Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have guys right now mentally ascending mm -hmm. and not descending. They have to be ascending to that next level of not just notoriety, but the next level of becoming a starter and putting themselves in a position where if AJ goes out and catch one, two or four, three to four or five passes and just solidify, say, I'm I'm still good to go. I can finish the season mm -hmm. and maybe see what happens at the end of the year. You know what I'm saying? Guys that got, got, got to make plays. Trey McBride, you're the dude now. Become the guy that makes plays. When your number's called, do it. Like, this is the time right now where, again, in, take the schedule, take the numbers, take the, take all that stuff and throw it to the side and get out and get greedy yeah. and start and start becoming the guy that wants to take advantage of the opportunities that you're getting right now. Jersey boy, 856, trying to flex on us. 49ers about to go off, trying to flex. Do you, I need to take my shirt off, man, Jersey boy? Doing that <laughs> picture, though, flex Jersey. on me, my guy? Man, he that's not, I'm not going to let that stand here. That's not Photoshop, I no, promise. That, hey, man. I can't. In my opinion. I, I need to get down it. here at the gym at the at our facility, our building, and get yeah. get after get it. Gains like, like, like Jersey, Jersey boy. boy, yeah, Jersey boy eight five six. Cardinals could probably use you a pass rusher this week against <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy G and company. There, there go needs ahead. to be the thought though. If if Hollywood is a go, yeah, yeah. that the the receivers, the quarterback, whoever's playing a quarterback, Colt McCoy, Kyler Murray, probably more Colt McCoy as far as what he's able to do pre snap. Yeah, is when you look at you read the defense right out of the gates. Is, is realize that there's probably maybe one, two guys that the defense can't guard. That has to be the mentality. That's fact. I mean, obviously. That's the, a fact. Yeah, right, Frank? And yeah, name a corner for San the, Francisco. The, the, you, you, all you're doing this week right it's now is studying work. the weaknesses. Yeah. yeah. You're studying who's the weakest corner and how do we get that. I was I will submit to this to you guys. You go back and watch the Rams games and just go back and watch the Ram game. 
And you'll see that literally we moved receivers all across the board. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was, was beautiful. Clips, Remember, best game of the year, calling right, plays. Just calling plays, moving guys around. Rondell Moore caught the goal route on the outside, on the left side, by himself, isolated as a receiver. That, he might have had one or two of those all last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he was an isolated receiver when he was running a goal route. Like, you're starting to see the transition of what we need to be doing, which is not allowing guys, D-hops just stay on the left side and move guys around. Look, A.J. Green caught a touchdown on the left side. I, that might be his only touchdown he's ever caught on the left side yeah. his entire time he's been here. And Cliff called it pre-play. And, and he called it pre-play. So yeah. that is that is the conversation you're starting to see where, you know, I don't know if it's the it's the confidence he's having in, his, in, in Colt. I don't know if that was the reason why he did that. But just the ability to move guys around and not become stagnant. Their number, their number two and three cornerbacks are not great. Yeah. And so we need to make sure we, we have the ability to start attacking those guys and putting guys in a position where, you know, you're, you're attacking their weaknesses and using your strengths against that. That's moving D-hops on the inside, moving Trey McBride on the outside sometimes one-on-one. They, they have never had an answer for DeAndre Hopkins in this rivalry uh, dating back to 2020. He's always gotten his. Now you mix in somebody like Hollywood Brown, Jordan P in the chat saying <laughs> they're CB two and three are both on IR. You got to take advantage. Uh, hey, pugs and hugs. We appreciate the love, my man. Uh, here, here's the thing. This San Francisco team at the end of the day is a 500 team. Like that's their record. Yeah. right? And so as much as the national media wants to make them out to be world builders, they lost world beaters. They lost to the Broncos, mm-hmm. they lost to the Bears, they lost to the Falcons, right? They have not looked great at certain parts of the year. Like the Cardinals, they got their ass boat raced by the Kansas City Chiefs. So I, whether it's Colt McCoy, whether it's Kyler Murray, I expect this to be a competitive game. You can gamble on it, by the way, mm. friends and family, on Underdog Fantasy. It's my favorite fantasy football app. Listen, I get a lot of shit from the people I work with here because my <laughs> year-long fantasy team, through an app I will not name, isn't doing so hot. But guess what? On Underdog Fantasy, I can dabble every single game day with my friends and my foes here at PHNX (laughs) in an attempt. You don't have any foes here. I got plenty of foes. We're all family. This guy right here is the biggest foe right here, (laughs) the biggest fraud right here. You can can draft your team, NBA, cold hard cash, love it, up to six NBA players, no positional limits. Underdog Fantasy, I'm sure you guys by word of mouth now watching PHNX programming, you've heard about it. Guess what? Mm. Underdog Fantasy is going to max your first deposit. They're going to double it up to uh, 100 bucks. So if you deposit 100, they're going to give you an additional hundy. All you got to use is that sweet, sweet promo code PHNX. That's PHNX at Underdog Fantasy. Get in on the action today. If you guys are watching right now, if you're not just listening to the podcast, you're watching us live on YouTube, smash that like button, especially smash it because of the beautiful furniture that you see on set here. These chairs so comfy they look fly they look awesome i've been doing a, a working with my wife to get our house up to snuff we're yeah. gonna have some friends family in town for the holidays which start next week and they're never ending wow i didn't get my invite that's weird well, sorry buddy because well, we're, 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 we're foes apparently <laughs> I'm, right. I'm, I'm public enemy number Freaking one in the sucks. venerable household but uh, if I ever do have you over, you can see the brand new furniture we got for more furniture. Yep. I recommend if you want to pimp out your dining room, your living room, your your bedroom, check them out. Their fall sale continues. You got the uh, more furniture fall sale, morefurniture.com. That's M-O-R furniture.com. Plus, you get 100 bucks for every $1,000 you spend. So you're saving yourself a hundy. 
Uh, Blake in the chat can yell, send some OGs out to Cali, ask him for a friend. I don't think you guys <laughs> have a problem scoring uh, some of that good but not stuff. from but Arizona's not, uh, Cannabis Kitchen. Okay. That's right. Yeah. OGs is, is, is Arizona exclusive, and we love it so much. Here's what I also love. It's game prediction time here on a PHNX Cardinals Friday. Mm. I'm gonna do something I rarely ever do. I'm gonna I'm gonna start because I want to. <laughs> you always uh, start. Did you do this last week? Did it last week? And yeah. they look at that. They won the game. So guess what, <laughs> Mother Effers? Here we go. Prediction time. Okay. I want the Cardinals to prove me wrong again. I picked them to lose last week. They won, so I'm picking them to lose again. We'll talk about the score in a second. James Connor. Eno Benjamin, he's not on the team anymore. Not sure if you guys have heard about this or not. So it's all number six in the run game. Mm -hmm. James Conner beat that ass in San Francisco last year, had his best game as a pro, three touchdowns, screens, running through the tackles, running over people. They need number six to be the offensive star. I think he will. I think he's going to get his. On the flip side, how do I pick anybody else? The heartbeat of the defense, the heartbeat of the team. Buda Baker, can he have consecutive interceptions for the first time in his career in back-to-back games? I love it. Be sweet. I'm going to will this into existence. Trey McBride, <laughs> no Zach Ertz. It's all on you, young man. Number 85, the best tight end in college football last year. He was as prolific as a pass catcher as we had the the Mac, or excuse me, the Mountain West Male Athlete <laughs> of the Year. He's handsome. Number 85, mm-hmm. Trey McBride. Take over, young fella. Get into a rhythm. Feed him, whether it's Colt, whether it's Kyler. I would love, love to come out of this game and have the best tight end not be George Kittle, but be Trey McBride. Is that asking too much? So I'm I'm predicting the Cardinals to lose by 10. But I do see a scenario in which all three of these guys ball out en route to a Cardinal victory. Bo, what do you think? I love it. I I love it. I'm dreaming is free, and and I'm I'm part of that. I I would love to have that. uh, Come on, Trey. Trey McBride. Do it for me, Trey. You know, we saw Zach Hurst posting on his social media channels today that he had successful surgery. He's done for the year. That, That was confirmed earlier this week. Uh, and, and Trey McBride, I feel like he's walking around a little bit more confident. These it's his days. job. Like it is. Not- it is. They're going to elevate likely Max Williams. That could help your your offensive player of the game as far as in the run game. Yep. Have a, Go have heavy. A, have a solid blocking tight end in there and Max Those Williams. Those are your two best blocking tight ends. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, yeah, and I, I like it. And Buda Baker, the idea that he could get his hands on, on a football this week, I, I'd love to see it. Buda just – so hot right now. I mean, so since hard hot. knocks and and then coming and playing Ooh, come out of nowhere. Show. Yeah, you come on our show. Bye week. Just up, just uh, just begging for it. But yeah, who's who's up next? Am I going or Frank going? You go because right. I know which way Frank's gonna go. Okay. And he's, he won it for he's us. Gonna last say, week, he's gonna say he's gonna save the show. He's gonna I do. Save I know the show. you better than you know yourself. Know. I do because <laughs> I don't know. Am I wearing my unwashed T-shirt again? Because I thought it was good luck that I picked the, the oh, Cardinals. Oh, you blew it for us now. I, I did. I thought I did. I you say the Cardinals were going to win. You picked us to lose last week. Oh my God! I thought so. Bo, so, you, so you don't think the Cardinals are going to win? You don't think they're going to win? We're flipping that. Cardinals are losing twenty. Now, this is not. No, this is not producer Emma. This is my fault. I had a brain fart and I sent her Cardinals win. I and I see but you it. Don't you? you I don't. I, I was going to have them lose. Okay, that's fine. We, yeah. As long as you come out with your prediction right now, you think I'm sorry, producer Emma. That was I blew that one, but. I think that Rondell Moore eats regardless Love because it. I think that uh, when you look at the 49ers, they've struggled against slot receivers, and I think that Rondell Moore has been playing solid out of the swat, slot. As Frank mentioned, down the sidelines he's making play. They're mm-hmm. moving these wide receivers all around. You add Hollywood Brown to the mix, another problem for the defense, and then DeAndre Hopkins, of course, the issues that he forces opposing defense each and every week. I like Isaiah Simmons this game. He's a yeah. guy that's made three game-changing plays this season. I think he can continue to do that. I think he hates San Francisco because, I hate him. because what they did to him 
all the way back in in the first week of his career. I remember that. Poor Raheem. Was it Marie Mostart that uh, he looked back and then Mostart went 70 yards to the house and then we didn't see a whole lot of Isaiah Simmons after that. Sweet, sweet. Look at our producer just swap that out. Fire right Big time here at PHNX. And then my unsung hero is Josh Jones. He played well in spot starting duty for DJ Humphreys last week. I think he plays well again this week. Uh, and, a, and a big part of that is also the quarterbacks getting at the football out quick. I'm into Josh Jones. I've always been into Josh Jones. This is his tough, toughest task in his NFL career. I think he's a natural tackle. He's the heir apparent to, I think, Kelvin Beecham next year at right tackle. Going against Nick Bosa is about as difficult as it comes, and if he comes out and plays well, that, that's a home run draft pick. Let, and, let me tell you guys a little cool thing I saw on the practice field this week. Okay. Uh, as I see Jose saying that Zach Allen, he was mad last week. He's, he thinks he'll get a sack this week. How disruptive J.J. Watt and Zach Allen are in the interior mm-hmm. of this Cardinals mm-hmm. defense yeah. that nobody can even run a counter play on them. That's true. Because there's so one of them is in the backfield, and mm-hmm. it, opposing offenses can't even do it. I don't even think that they they need to prepare for that. I mean, I I might have heard something that they don't even have to worry about it because of how disruptive those guys are. Now they they definitely push the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and they, they go from one to three yards in the backfield real fast, and they they too they they create a problem for a lot of deep, a lot of a lot of offensive yeah. lines, which is nice. If they do, which we know this San Fran do, is they do they run a lot of boots, they run a lot of counters and traps and stuff like that. So. That would be something to see if they if they run away from those guys to go back on the backside mm. versus JYD or you know seeing MyJ Sanders someone reported by MyJ Sanders and he's been playing absolutely great. Mm-hmm. Yep. he's one of the young. He's he's got he's, my man said he had one more sack than than Chandler Jones, so very good on that. Sack co- and a half. Very good, very good on that situation. Look, what do you like, my, Frank? My what? First, I got to go back. <laughs> Number one, I think in the chat you guys can check us out. I think look, this is no shave November. I probably I would probably say maybe two guys in the entire chat. Has absolutely kept the no shave November. Okay. Over under on that. What do you think? Just real quick. Probably maybe seven. I'm going to say. Who's following the over I'm under? I'm Johnny's following it. Over, yeah. I think it's more than two I'm guys. I'm trying to look too, so dirty in the chat. By the end of the year, I'm trying to look so. Well, you only get, you only get a couple of days. Ca- I'm trying to get so dirty? poorly kept that. Dirty. He wants well, to be dirty. I'm, I, I dirty would say I'm You're starting to look like Robin Williams and snack. Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> what year is it? No shave November. Yeah, uh, I'm not part of that game. I, I gotta shave. I gotta You're keep it clean. clean. I got, yeah, I gotta be. You got. You so. make appearances. You yeah, get invited to charities. You're a face man. Yeah, I, do, so I, gotta, I'm, I, I live I in a cave gotta... in Southern Arizona, Maricopa, <laughs> where I, you know, I might be the bell of the ball there. I come into Phoenix, and it's just like, go, you know, go back to where you came from. All right, Frank, what do you like for us? Look, man, I, I look. I, I'm not changing. I believe this is a great opportunity for the guys to rise to the occasion. I think the energy level is perfect right now. You saw Buda Baker. I told you guys, leaders make leaders make teams. And right now, we saw a leader step up. We saw JJ do his thing. I, I'm glad that he took the 15 yard penalty because of what that means. He didn't care. He he was that adamant about what he saw, which was true. Yeah. I believe these guys are in a really good spot between Cole and Kyler being the leaders. And again, when you're watching Hard Knocks, guess who's balling the hell, balling the f out? Mm-hmm. Cliff Kingsbury. You mm-hmm. saw them play calls. You saw him call stuff that you thought was he was a lame duck coach. I saw him call those plays before. And if that's just great editing. Kudos to the editor on that position. But guess what? I'm sticking with my Cardinals. I think it's a 17-14. Who gives a shit that the, that the, <laughs> that the 49ers went to, went to Colorado to try to get the altitude in their lungs together? It's 20 degrees. Suck that. How about that? <laughs> I don't care. My offensive player of the game right now, my man, is definitely going to be D-Hops because you can't stop him. You got no answers for this dog. He's hungry. He wants to eat. He's a winner. He's worth $20 million. 
and he wants to get to 30. I don't have no problem with him. Zayvon Collins will be my defensive player of the game. You know why? Because it's time for him to shine. It's time for him to do something that he knows they're going to run the ball, yep. and he knows 100% that they, they, they have good offensive linemen that have they're agile, they're fast, and they know how to get, they know how to get around on the edges. He has to be the guy that's ready to slip through those, those, those lanes and tackle guys in the backfield. They have a lot of motion that's taking place in their offense, mm -hmm. but he has to be smarter and better, and I think he's going to be that guy. On the back end, my unsung, unsung player is going to be Isaiah Simmons. You know why? Because they both got to be dogs this week. They do. You know, they both got to be dogs this week. They both have to take ownership of becoming the next wave of, the, of, a, cardinal, of a cardinal defense, man, that's just going to shut down teams. And I think that a running game that passes the ball to their, to their tight ends as well as their running backs, these guys have been known to absolutely like not be really good. I hope that after this, this amount of time and repetition that they see the game, that the game is slowing down, Johnny, and that these guys will go out there and make plays. I, I love that. You draft Isaiah Simmons and Zaylen Collins for games like this. Mm -hmm. Nationally televised, a team that wants to run the football, but a team that's got prolific playmakers, specifically at tight end. And I think the Cardinals, again, they're set up for success. Bo, we talked about it earlier. I think it bears repeating. I'm going to ask you again. Cliff Kingsbury wins on Monday Night Football. Is he safe this year, regardless of what happens, assuming they don't go in a complete tailspin? Yeah, because I think then your your floor as far as wins is probably around seven or eight, right? Mm -hmm. And that that should be enough as far as what the team did last year, uh, and you know how they've improved each and every year. You can't just go, okay, well you weren't. It, it's not a the season isn't looked at as a colossal failure. Yeah, it's a failure, and everybody will agree. But it also know, toughest schedule tough, according to yeah, football outsiders. Absolutely, I yeah. think that ops, with with. The the idea that, you know, you learn from the mistakes that you made as far as how you prep for the season and maybe how you, you ran your training camp and, and how you kind of handled some things. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's part of the learning process that you were willing to take on when you were taking this head coach from failing at the college level and putting him at the pro level. That He's at 43, not a finished product. He had his first, you know, year where he didn't improve on the previous year, say, hey, all right, what went wrong here? Let's learn from it and then improve the next year. It would also mark, I think Monday Night Football would mark a second-half win for Cliff Kingsbury when he has not had many. And what could that do for the confidence of this organization in Cliff Kingsbury yeah. that we didn't see each of the first three years? Not that he hasn't won games in the second half, but his win-loss statistic has, has plummeted. His win percentage has plummeted in the second half to be able to come out and get a victory over Kyle Shanahan when everybody's already anointed the 49ers. You know, whether it's Colt, whether it's Kyler, Cliff can write a lot of wrongs and change a lot of narratives, at least for this week, if he beats Kyle Shanahan. We're going to have a complete breakdown recap at gophnx.com come Monday night from our guy Howard Balzer. Become a member right now at gophnx.com for just under 60 bucks. You get exclusive content you can't get anywhere else. You get a free T-shirt. You get a bunch of discounts on events. So much good stuff. Become a diehard. Level up with PHNX at gophnx.com, Bo. I'm in weekend mode, so I'm drinking the Four Peaks right now. I'm enjoying the Wow Wheat. You got the Redbird Lager down there, Frank. And Johnny, I think, said a couple. You had a hazy as well. Mm -hmm. So the Four Peaks are flowing. But come Monday night, you're going to see me in studio, and you're going to be like, wow, you're drinking again, but not so <laughs> fast, my friend. We're actually drinking ourselves, hydrating and murdering our thirst with a little liquid death. That's right. It's mountain spring water from the Alps. But, yeah. man, do we look sweet drinking it, and it is 
refreshing. If you're maybe a sparkling fella like myself, yeah, yeah you like maybe some flavors, sparkle. sparkling water, they got that as well. You got to check out all their merch. Do it. Liquiddeath.com slash PHNX. They're not beers in the tall boy cans. Look at our guy, Max, hooking oh. us up. Everybody but me as I do the read. But, you know, Liquid Death continues to crush it. You guys are drinking the sparkling water Look right at this. there. Look at if I walk down the street with this, yeah. I would get so many compliments. People, you're, and you're gonna get probably a ticket at least <laughs> approached right. by a police officer as far as that goes. Mm. Is Max gonna feed me? Yes, he's got it. He's on like Colt McCoy right there. I want to give liquid death to Jimmy Garoppolo, but <laughs> remove the liquid part. And I and I want the Cardinals to beat that ass on Monday night football. <laughs> I'm thirsty for it, like I'm thirsty for liquid death. Here's the thing, gentlemen. Final prediction, final thoughts ahead of Monday Night Football. What are you doing here? Let me fit, oh, with the fi- finishing touches as far as God, liquid death. I'm so sorry. You're so you're <laughs> focused on murdering the 49ers on Monday Night Football, where I'm tr- I'm trying to help people murder their thirst. Somebody says it's too big for me. I got to use get, both hands. Get yourself some free shipping right now. Go to liquiddeath.com slash PHNX. You can get yourself some free shipping on this unbelievably refreshing liquid death. You could also find it at your local Target Fries and Sprouts. Liquid Death. All right. Now, right. final I'm thoughts. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bro. I need one of those. Johnny Remember when we were kids and you could have those little mini pop cans? Makes me look like Andre the Giant. This, oh, that's this, hilarious. I love Liquid Death. You get so much for your money, but man, it makes my hands look goes, small. I'm goes. Kenny Pickett up here holding this Liquid Death can. All right. <laughs> so, Monday Night Football, final thoughts. I think this is the game changing, narrative changing night for two guys. Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury, you get a W. Kyler Murray plays, plays for injury, gets the W with Cliff. You change your stars. You change your narrative. People start to say, okay, maybe the investments on both these guys, because I got people right now in my mentions and DMs that cover other teams saying those are disastrous contracts. You can change everything with a W Monday night. Yeah, you can back up a lot of what you thought this offseason and the moves that you made, uh, you know, on and off the field, on the sidelines, in the, the, you know, the – I guess the the front office, I should say. Yeah. So yeah, the Arizona Cardinals they have a huge opportunity. They've had a huge opportunity in front of them. It feels like for the last four or five weeks, and this is the biggest one because it's the next one. But it's also on an international stage, like last year and last week in Germany. You have a chance to kind of parlay that into growing this game and and creating international stars for yeah. your own team. Great you know, point. As far as Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, and those are guys that are easily alike because if how spectacular they are on, on the field of play. So it's going to be huge. If they can kind of expose the 49ers, because I think the 49ers have, have taken advantage of, you know, what they, they did in the second half last week was, it's no joke what they did to the Chargers, but, you know, they squeaked by them. They were down at half to the Rams. They ended up winning that game. Down at half to the Chargers, Yeah, and then they, yeah. they got smoked by the, the Chiefs, just like the Cardinals, and they got smoked by the Falcons. They've had an uneven season, and the Arizona Cardinals can play that Niners team take advantage and play mistake-free football, they can get that dub. I mean, there is a there's a several paths to victory for this team on Monday night. It really is. This, I mean, this this is why you take away the intangibles and you look, you take away just the score and the record and you say, how do we beat this team and what do we need to do? And I think that that's going to come from great coaching, great game planning, and guys going out just to execute it. I know that sounds cliche-ish, but in a lot of ways, you're facing a, a, a division opponent that you know – that's gonna come play football. Yeah, and the beautiful thing about it is that we all we're going to both both a neutral site. The Cardinals got to have some leadership and some maturity. Um, I think we're we're equal across the board in a lot of areas uh, between 
um, between quarterback play, running back play, well as you know, guys, guys that we got playmakers, they got playmakers, and I think mm. that's what it'll be. But more importantly, our offense, our, the way our coaching staff has been coaching, mm. the Cardinals have been one of the most injured or most injured plague team this entire season than anybody in the NFL, and yet we've continually put guys in play. Now we don't have the W's yet. But I think when you're watching these guys get healthy and you're watching guys getting games underneath their belt, you'll start watching the development of the players. And that's what you've been screaming for for the last couple of years to watch what Steve Kimes put together with this group and watching quarterback, watch our coach develop, yeah. watch our quarterback develop. But not only that, watching guys at different positions, D-line, O-line, as well as the secondary. And these guys have been through it, but they've been developing it. So hopefully they'll, yeah. take, that, they'll take that role and understand that again. I'm here. I can make. I can put my. I can make a spot on this roster, not just this year, but the next. The next couple of years, I just got to go out and earn this job and, and 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 make some plays. Yeah, the Cardinals have played 76 players this season. That's the most in the NFL due to all those injuries. And the team with the second most won last night in Man. the Titans. The Titans have overcome a bunch of injuries. So that excuse, you know, it only goes so far. So the Arizona Cardinals, they still have enough if they can execute the game plan mm-hmm. and, and play mistake-free football. Yep. I think about this offseason, the fact that they were inactive for the most of it, but where did they make their investments on the offensive side? And outside of Zach Ertz, you re-sign James Conner, you re-sign A.J. Green, you trade for Hollywood Brown, D-Hop is back, you draft Trey McBride. You've got your complement of weapons for the most part. Mm-hmm. Go out and put up big points against San Francisco. Have trust in Cliff Kingsbury and the f- – the philosophy you have offensively that you can go out and put up a 30 burger over Kyle Shanahan and, and company, even though everybody's in love with San Francisco, this is the game for cliff. If he gets Kyler Murray, even with the injuries up front, the offensive line, I still think there's enough depth at the skill players to be able to distribute, let your playmakers go to work. This has to be a playmaker game on both sides of the ball for the Cardinals splash plays from the wideout mm-hmm. group splash plays on the flip side from the two inside linebackers that's the path to victory, in my opinion, and uh, I can't be more fired up to watch this game. Come join us. Come Monday night. We're going to have PHNX tailgate show before the game, PHNX Cardinals halftime show with the three of us. Damian Anderson will be there, and then the definitive PHNX Cardinals postgame show, the premier, the best Cardinal postgame show anywhere bar none. We got PHNX Cardinals programming front, left, right, and center. Come Monday night. Hmm. Join us. Mexico City in route Monday Night Football. Be sure, like this video, share it around the old YouTube algorithm as we get you prepped. Like, subscribe, leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcasts. Frank Sanders, Bull Brock, I'm Johnny Venerable. We'll see you Monday.